process podcast episode 430 zach watson how was your it was a rainy ass day today it was a rainy ass day which means it was a good day hmm, touche. for me that is good that? i've got a tiny leak right above my oh. door that leads out to my balcony from the apartment above i think it's leaking through the door frame oh. above and then leaking onto my door frame and then going in there and the landlord did tell me about it he was like, it's never been an issue. The previous tenant or the previous tenant simply said, like, when it rains really hard, which it is now, um, he said the uh, the door frame has a tendency to leak. Um, so he said, if it's an issue, like, let me know. And if there's like water pooling everywhere, let me know. And then we'll get someone in there to, to look at it at his expense, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. that's the responsibility of the just, landlord. But yeah, that's that's how it works. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's my update for the day. And I got a dope hat that says, in art, we trust, mm-hmm. and like a dope font uh, that Justine brought back from Spain. Mm-hmm. So big stoked it's, on that. It's cool. I like it. Thank you. And she got a, a, a sketchbook, too. Mm-hmm. It's got like some Spanish stuff on the front. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it feels almost like marker paper in a way oh. on the inside, which is kind of surprising. Like I wasn't expecting... I opened it up and I ex- like the look of it. I expected it to be watercolor paper just from the look that it had, but it wasn't. It's it's like a textured marker paper. Oh. Which is weird. Like That's I've never I've never felt a paper like awesome that before. Though. Wow. Oh yeah, big dope. So do some do some big sharpie sketches in there, some mm. some dope shit. I don't know what specifically, but feels like a good travel sketchbook type of a thing mm. i think that might be what i use it for maybe like field studies i found more salamanders today oh. by the way oh. went on a run so this is how my morning started so got up early went on a run because i can um and then on the run i checked the spot where i found the salamanders before um and since they're that species is territorial i'm like they'll probably still be there so i check sure enough the baby is there. There's like this little guy there just chilling in the mud. So I'm like, oh, that's dope. I'm going to run back home, get my bike, ride my bike back and take, fo- and with my camera, like with the DSLR and take photos and probably spent about an hour and a half crouched by this little log. So I ran home, got my bike, rode the bike back with the camera in the backpack and got everything like out. And dude, I was in my fucking element. I've never felt more alive in a weird way. I'm like crouched in the ground. I've got my like my my gray pants that I wore when I got lost in the Otways. I was wearing those pants. I've got like some my running shirt on and it's like covered in dirt and mud and stuff because I'm like lying on the ground. I've got the camera out and I'm like taking photos of the of this of these and I found two. I found a big one and a small one and they're just like crawling around. I'm like, I have to keep having to move around so I can get them in shot. I'm taking video. I'm taking photos. I felt like... Uh, David Attenborough? Sir David Attenborough? Yeah, I felt like David Attenborough and Steve Irwin had a photographer, videographer, kid. 
That's what I felt like. And then like the Australian accent and the British accent cancels out. So you get, you're just left with like Canadian. I think that's how it works. Commonwealth accents, mm. right? You got British, Australian, and then Canada just cancels. Right. British plus Australia equals Canadian <clears throat> accents. Um, yeah, it was dope. It was a good experience. It was pretty cool. I edit the photos later and uh, see what they look like. But I wanted to talk today about, I have a couple of things on my list, like my mental, my mental Rolodex of potential topics. Um, but I test drove some cars on the weekend, test drove a car, got to sit in a couple others, um, uh, electric cars specifically. And this is where I think it'll be interesting just to hear your comments on it as well, being, a not a point of contention, but a weird thing where like you've been in, you were in the Tesla with Seb mm-hmm. at one time. And, but have you, have you driven an electric car yet? No, I have not. No. Okay. Me neither. I had never driven one. I had been in the back of one. Um, I was in a, whatever the Tesla SUV is that doesn't have the gull wing doors, just like the, the normal y. doors, the Y. Um, I got an Uber from that when I was in Australia. Uh, and that was the only time, but like as a passenger, it's, it's, you don't, can't really feel the difference right um and i saw like the ad posted it posted for it and like the newspaper mm. of all places for aurora and they had a select number of vehicles there to test drive and then there was some other like electric vehicle education partners that were bringing some of their like fleet vehicles in um so there was the the Mach-E was there, like the Mustang type thing. That was there. Audi was there. They had the e-tron Quattro and then the e-tron GT or whatever that thing is. The sedan uh, or whatever. the SUV? Uh, the SUV. Oh, okay. The SUV and then the sport, then the sports car one, whatever that one is. Yeah, it's like a four-door? Yes. Um, that one's sick. That's the GT, I, right? Let me let me send you photos of it because I don't know. That thing's actually really um, sick. Oh, dude, like they the were rival amazing. For the Taycan. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. The GT. It was spicy as all hell. They had both though. To be fair, they had the SUV. They had an SUV and like a. Yeah, it is a four door. I feel like I took a picture of the thing, but maybe I didn't. Maybe yeah, I'm that's it. the GT. That thing's sick. Oh, it's in yeah, like Nardo Gray as well. That's yeah. So good. We got to sit inside that, which is a really cool experience. Um, got to sit inside the SUV, the which was which I think is the Etron Quattro. I don't know for sure, so, yeah. but that was a really cool experience. But we we couldn't get to, we couldn't drive those. There was an abundance of Teslas, of course, and it was kind of. It was kind of weird because it felt like a big giant Tesla owner circle jerk in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you got the people wearing the Tesla jackets and the Tesla hats and talking about this, that, and the other. And like, I paid no attention to it. Like no part of it interested me. The, um, the e-tron GT was really cool to see. Um, but obviously couldn't drive that, but they had the Hyundai Ionic five and the new Kia, 
the EV6 that we had done like a critique on way back, like before Christmas, I think. And that one looks cool, but it feels still in, even in person kind of feels like two different cars. Mm-hmm. You look at it from the front, it feels like one car. You look at it from the back, it feels like a, like a different car. Um, but I think practically priced and everything like that. And then they had the Volvo XC40 recharge, which is the car that I was intending to drive. And it was very simple. You simply you show up, you write your name down on which of the three vehicles you would like to test drive, either just one of them or all three, if you were thusly inclined. I only had an interest in driving the Volvo, so I didn't bother putting my name down for the others. Um, so put my name down for the Volvo, and then we kind of just walked around, sat in the Mach-E, sat in the Audis and stuff, and just tried i did my best to avoid as many of the tesla people as possible because i knew they would just be like it's the best thing since sliced bread and even then this is better than sliced bread i'm like man i would pick a peanut butter and jelly sandwich over your model s any day of the week yes hands down yes but tesla owners aside um finally got to drive the the volvo which was cool um looks beautiful still in person like touching it even nicer parts of the interior i wasn't a huge fan on there's like some detailing components to it where it's like kind of on the dash and it stretches across and it's got a bit of like this almost looks like a checkered flag texture right but it's like a dark gray and then a bit of a silver behind it kind of looks like a carbon fiber weave but it's it's not like it's a flat texture um that i wasn't as keen on but everything else was was quite nice um the shifter is weird because it's electric there's no like shit to move i guess Mm -hmm. so it's like this tiny little knob it's like you stick your fingers down and you kind of just do like a Uh, looks rather inappropriate i was gonna say Um, yeah interesting <laughs> especially with the gestural, sound effects, let's, but say, let's just say gestural, gestural yeah. very inappropriate gestures yes. but you're just doing that basically you just and, and there like there is resistance um but i would almost want to hear a click even if it's right. even if it's a simulated click like it's it's a digital sound right. just like a yeah so that i know, so you know i've gone back three places so i'm now in drive um and I'll get to the driving experience next, but one thing that threw me off was regenerative braking. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with regenerative braking at all? I'm aware of what it is, yes. Okay. And I was not, so I had no clue. So the guy's in the back seat, he's explaining it to me. Um, and he was very nice. Like, the guy was very nice. He answered any single question. I asked him about pole stars, and he talked to me about pole stars for a bit. And there was like a set route that we had. It was all right turns. And like I've lived in the area long enough that I can do it blind. Mm-hmm. So it was cool with that. We didn't get to go on the highway though, which I was kind of bummed about because I kind of wanted to floor it and just see how fast it could go. Right. Um, but leaving the parking lot, I was able to, I felt like I got used to the regenerative braking thing pretty quickly. Um, but it, it was kind of weird because I'll be, especially if I'm driving home or I'm driving to work where it's largely kind of flat open roads, I'll just stick it like eight above eight or 10 above the speed limit and just stick it in cruise control and just take, put my foot down in front of the brake. Like I won't bother with having like letting it hover or anything. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the regenerative braking, you don't have a choice. Like you, 
you always have to apply pressure unless, uh, what's it called, is on. Um, and the moment you let off, it starts to break and the car starts to slow down, which is very strange. In the entire, I think we were out for probably maybe 15 minutes doing the loop and I didn't touch the brake once, hmm. which was weird. The only times when I had to stop was you're gradually lead, like lifting your foot off the accelerator and then the car comes to a stop. So that was weird. Um, can you, can one you change thing, it in that, in that one? Uh, what do you mean? Like, Cause turn? like, I know there's some like those cars of the settings where you can change how much it, oh, probably. it does it. Like I can't, I don't know if the Tesla's like that. Probably I wouldn't be surprised. I know some of the other electric cars where you can like in the settings, you can play around and go like almost no regenerative braking. Mm. So it feels like, like it wouldn't have it or you can have it like the strongest setting, which is, yeah, you lift off the gas and it's, or the, and it's they like, accelerate and it really slows you down. Probably. I feel like that would make sense to have something that, like that you could customize that and play around that's, with the sensitivity. It's kind of it. nice. You know, in the city, like it, it's a nice use of otherwise a wasted movement. Mm-hmm. Like exactly, you know, so it's a More, nice use of that energy. Yeah, and it's technically the guy was saying like it's the electric vehicles in this instance using regenerative braking are more economic on in a city versus on a highway where you don't have the opportunity to regenerative brake right. as much because you're going the same speed relatively unimpeded. Yeah. The only thing I'd be um, bummed about is you can, you can roll. No, you can't. And Unless I'm used you put to it in rolling. neutral, I guess. Is there a neutral or is there just a, is there a drive and a reverse? No, there's a neutral. There is in a this neutral. model, there's a neutral. Okay, no, I, think they I don't have know have a neutral if that would apply. Otherwise, if you towed Probably. it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. You'd have to have it on a flatbed truck. Yeah, you would need it in neutral for sure, I would imagine. So there was like a normal um, park reverse neutral drive? No. It's reverse neutral drive. Oh, I guess so you didn't need There was park. no park. Interesting. There was no park. So the only, like, I don't know how it works per se, but it was like to the car... The guy has the fob right in his pocket. So when we get into the car and I sit in the driver's seat, the car's on, but it's not on in a way. Yeah. It turns on when I hit the accelerator. Right. But we don't move anywhere. But then when I put it into um whatever the fuck it's called. Drive. Drive. Then or like flick the yeah. flick the bean, so to speak. Right. Into drive. Then we start to roll forward, which is very strange. It's That's like it's so like weird. the parking. It's like there's a parking brake kind of a thing, mm-hmm. but that gets disabled once you press the the accelerator. So like, whereas my car, it's a digit. It's like an it's an electronic parking brake, but I still have to flick a button to deactivate it. This one was it that threw yeah. me for a loop. It's yeah, definitely yours, something to like to get used to. Yeah, because modern cars now the parking brake it's like just a little lever or something. It's it's the version of like what I have my car is like a handbrake. It's just like the yes. modern version of that, right? Except it's worse. Yes. But except it's worse. Yeah. 
Um, so that was a weird thing. And like, yeah, you're huh. so I wonder in a parking lot. I'm used to rolling. Right. You can't yeah. roll. You can't roll. Yeah. That just and feels like it'd be weird because like you let off the gas at really low speed. The regenerating braking is going to bring you to a stop like almost immediately. If you're yep. at like parking lot speed. But yep. then like you don't want to be like on like accelerator too much because you're in a parking lot. No. And you want to be on low speed. So that's, that seems very true yeah. with how like instant electric power is like that seems very uh, very strange very it's something you really have to get used to and that's like maybe that's where new like coasting in neutral makes more sense whereas if you do want car, to man. coast i've never <laughs> i've true. never understood the power of neutral more than i have Until now, now. And yeah you know Damn. going in traffic like because you, you don't want to, like, with a manual, you don't want to be slipping the clutch. Like, you don't want to be, like, uh, you know, where you're, like, bringing the clutch out slowly. Like, mm-hmm. when you're setting off in first. You don't want to be, right. like, doing that. It's either you want to have the clutch not in or all the way in. Right. Because it's either engaged or not engaged. Mm-hmm. But in between, when you're slipping the clutch, that's where it's, like, grabbing and grinding. Mm. that clutch plate and that's what wears it so you want to do that as least possible but in traffic like when i'm coming home and it's heavy traffic it's a pain in the ass you don't you're going to be doing it a lot but you don't want to be so like it's like okay leave a gap in front of you set off in first and then put it in neutral and just uh, roll it and try and roll as far uh, as you can kind of thing <laughs> and then if the traffic gets moves before you come to a stop you can just throw it into second because you're already moving right. and then get and then get going Oh, smart. But like, Damn. yeah, I've never like you never really because in a in a in an automatic car you don't really use neutral, like no, ever unless you're like getting towed car. or something or like, you know, but neutral is like a very yeah, valuable. Never. It is tool, and maybe maybe it makes sense to use it in that in this context here where regenerative yeah. braking is a thing because it's like you got to be it's very like a very light touch does a whole lot yeah like i was telling you before we started where i'm making a right hand turn so i let off the accelerator so that i can come to a stop without touching the brake which is weird that that must and be, you're yeah. you're like you don't want to stop before the light so you keep giving it a bit of i keep wanting to say gas but right. it's not the right word but you you keep pressing the accelerator so that you move towards the towards the light so you're not that guy that stops five car lengths back so i pull up to a stop and then i check also the sound like the turn signal sound in the volvo was beautiful so nice it was like it was like an old man like snapping his fingers you know with a watch on his wrist he's got like those soft man hands um that are like old and leathery justine just gave me like the weirdest look she's like the fuck um and then so i'm like okay i'm gonna make the turn now and i haven't up to this point haven't had a chance to like floor it because there's been another car in front of me and now there's no car in front of me i'm like it's not my car so i can just if i do a bit of a the test drives over anyway or pulling into the parking lot in like 15 seconds so i floor it like i push my foot down maybe like a quarter way, right? A quarter way of what it could be. 
And by the time before the car has even straightened out in the curve, I look at the speedo on the on the digital dash, and it's already like sixty two kilometers an hour. Mm-hmm. And I got up to like eighty before this before the entrance to the um, parking lot that we're going into. And then I le- I take my foot off the accelerator, right to a stop. Like smoother, granted smoother than if I had used a brake. That's one thing. Yeah, because it's doing completely by computer. And then, yeah, it was weird. It was strange. That's, see, that's another thing. You come to a light and like you want to be off the accelerator, but if, if it's coming too slow, you're just going to stop too early. Yeah. It just it, it's funny how like almost like electric cars are almost mirroring technique of a manual. Of a manual. Like it's gone like so yeah. modern that it's looped back around. Isn't that what they say though? Like Yeah. All trends repeat themselves yeah. every couple couple decades. Well, cuz like when you like with an automatic car, right? Throw it in drive, let your foot off the uh brake and you'll creep forward yeah because like the engine like it's automatically engaged the clutch and it's letting you roll right like Mm -hmm. or yeah you just like take your foot off the gas and you'll you'll just roll you don't have to put it in neutral you could just roll right stroll forward all that stuff with manual can't do that an electric car you don't want to do that you want to do the same thing you want to do in a manual it's interesting like, oh, now yeah. there's a use again for neutral in an electric car yeah. in that case. Because, like, well, if you do want to roll without using the regenerative braking, like, you know, in traffic, and you don't want to come to a stop, but you just want to roll it because it's too sensitive. Like, with how, especially with how, like, even, like, modern, it's modern cars now, how sensitive, like, gas pedals are in the brakes. Because mm. it's, like, purely so electric. It's, like, there's less and less mechanical, um, like input mm-hmm. right we're like that's like the problem with um with my car is the clutch is so light you can't feel it oh you can't really feel when it like grabs right and where it's like you know i when i go jump in like my parents like uh the edge the steering is so light because it's all like electric and the pedals are mm-hmm. so light so you get no feeling, right? And it's either like yeah. it's too much brake or too much gas. And it's like you gotta be really gentle or really mm. fucking heavy. And you can't really find that nice sweet spot and get it consistent because you don't have that feedback. Yeah. And with an electric car, I can imagine it's like even worse than that because it's instant power with a really easy pedal to push. Yeah, just boom. And it's like you've already broken the speed limit. Yeah. So it's like, well, you don't want to do that, but you're like cruising along. Okay, now you can actually put it in neutral. It's useful again. But mm-hmm. it's the same thing you do in a manual car. Or in a manual car, like if you're coming to a spot, to a stop, and, um, you know, either, yeah, you could just put it into neutral and then just use the brake to slow you down, or go down the gears and use the engine braking, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, fourth and. Okay, slow down and go down to third, and then it's going to slow you down, right? Yeah. And then you keep going down. That's kind of like the same thing as like regenerative braking, but you're just yeah. not obviously storing 
we're gathering electricity from. Yeah, you're not putting you're not putting more more fuel into your tank. No, I wish that'd be sick. But that would be so nice. Yeah, but but it's interesting that like that mirror that's happening between like yeah, it's it was strange because like manual cars now are like, I mean modern ones are definitely different. But like when you think of an old car, it's so functionally and mechanically simple and minimal compared to like a modern day car. Yeah, and an electric car. It's looped back around, and now that's more simple, but it's just a different power source. Mm-hmm. But the actual other mechanics of just like driving is the same with how it's like, with how like simple it is in a way. I don't know. It's yeah. interesting. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It's very bizarre. It's kind of cool, though. And it like, it was nice to experience it, mm-hmm. but nothing like. I'd like to test drive the Mazda, like Mazda's new electric car, right? Just to see what it's like. But I don't know. I didn't really like. It was cool to drive. Yeah. But. I mean, it's like, like for you, it would be, you know, if you wanted to spend that money and get one, it'd be practical. Yeah. You don't drive a I'd whole lot. So. When you do, it's not usually. It's not far to work. No. You just have to like I don't know if there's electric chargers at your place. No, I'd have to I'd have to either charge it before I left and make sure it's topped up here. I think like we have one EV charging station in right. the parking lot. You'd have to ask them to I'd have to ask work to install one or get them to install one outside yeah. here. But like other than that, it's like you know that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But like I don't know. It's it'd be nice around the city. You don't have to worry about, like you said, regenerate brake. You don't have to touch the the brake pedal. It's comfortable. Yeah. It's quiet. It's smooth. Don't have to worry about gas. It's not a manual. Like, it would be nice for little traffic. You know, city driving. I suppose. Yeah, but like I didn't get the chance to test the speed of it, which is what I was hoping to do. Yeah, which means I'll have to go to the Mazda dealership and say I want to test drive the the mx50 right. which is the new electric mm. car and then just take it on the highway man covid's still a thing so they won't have someone go with you right you think that that fucking volvo floor it like like then you think like okay p100 100d model s is like at least twice as fast as that I know that's terrifying. At least I never want to drive. I ne- that's another thing is it's too easy to speed in those things yeah. that I don't think I should ever drive one. That's why it's hard ever. Like ever. Such a dick on the road in those cars. They're just way too fast. Yeah. I mean, the people who drive thing. them are the ones that like shouldn't be driving a fast vehicle. I was thinking about this the other day. Yes. I was saying at work, I was like, it's funny. The people who drive Teslas, like, are the people, the people. Who, who do actually need an autonomous car and shouldn't be driving and let the they should just let the car drive. They they're the worst. See, that's another fucking <laughs> why we need more manuals, dude. It is harder to speed. That's true. You're more conscious about it. I have a manual like I have the option to like my car has a manual mode on it. But yeah, but you're it. just going up and is it paddle or is it with the the stick? Just with the stick. Yeah, with the, the lever. The paddles were like an extra six grand. So fuck. Actually, no. that's probably a different yeah. uh could it's be a different, different trim. Uh like transmission. Technically. Oh, I think it is. Now that you mentioned that. I remember them they mentioned something about it's that. It's usually a different, a different uh, transmission at that point. 
Yeah. Mm. So yeah, you just gotta go up or down, right? Right. You just move the stick up or down on yours then if it's uh in manual yeah. mode, yeah. Like have it in manual or just go down is up a gear and up is down a gear or something like that. Yeah. I feel like I should try it just to see. I mean it's not obviously a manual, but it's like in in the in the beamer, like the sport mode where you yeah, you could do that. You could just go up or down, right? And you, you redline it at like seven thousand yeah, RPM going. But it'll be way faster because you do it won't just right. automatically change gear at like three thousand RPM for you. Right, you can true. choose. So like it'll feel a lot faster. It usually will feel a lot more responsive. Then you could use engine braking to slow you down. Because mm. if you're gonna yeah, fourth and you want to slow down, just take your foot off the gas, give it a little bit, and then so revs go down, just put it into third. Sounds like it would suck gas. Um, well, if you're like revving it really high all the time, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And that's the incentive is to rev it so that it sounds nice. I mean, yeah. Yes yeah. and no. You also don't want to yes like abuse no. the engine, but yeah. Yeah, I'd like this thing to last <laughs> seven years, ideally. Yeah, minimum, I, yeah. minimum seven years. Yeah. Won't destroy it just yet. But on the topic, or to finish that thought, I saw a commercial for the XC40 recharge on the TV like 10 minutes after I got home from driving it. Simulation convert. Um, and the song for it was um, Night Call. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Uh, I saw that the other day, actually. I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I was like, I know the song. Big vibe. I wasn't even looking at the TV, and then I heard the song, like, and I was I like, know what? Yeah. I know song. It's a banger You're song. Right, yeah. Sounds even better in a commercial. Like it's a good song, but it sounds even better in a commercial sounds good for in, a car you just in the movie drove. Drive. I have to watch that. That made movie. that song famous, I think. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that movie. Ryan Gosling, that's good. Oh, it was Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Will indeed have to check it out. <clears throat> oh, but I think that that just about wraps us up pretty splendiferously and uh yeah hi at bigdesigncompany.com is the email address www.bigdesigncompany.com is the website hide with the process podcast at gmail.com is the podcast email and zach watson yes, sir. what's our instagram process underscore underscore podcast nice ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna go have a shower thank you very much we'll see you tomorrow peace the process required.